You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good music. It's R.A.D. Just the good stuff, baby. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Decided uh, that's how we're starting every podcast, every show that we do okay. from now on. <laughs> I gotta find the source video for that because, like, it looked like he made like a little model, like Lego carnival. Yeah, he makes a little art, le- a Lego carnival. He's sitting with his dad. Dad rules. Hell yeah, dad! Encouraging yeah, us. They have uh, some playing in the background. It sounds like Calvin Harris or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's as he's DJ, he just pauses up and says, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> I bet that Lego rave was fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> just in case anybody fell in the river, there was a helicopter handy. <laughs> oh man! Just I guess, I guess that's a good a good segue to let people know. Hey. We're doing a new show now called Tick-Toxicated. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just did this last week, and it was really, really fun. Think Literally think ridiculousness with TikTok videos. Um, a lot of, yep. a lot of attack, a, a lot more Attack on Titan content than I think anyone was expecting. Uh, welcome, uh, for sure. But um, <laughs> I think <laughs> the, most, the most common comment we got afterwards was like, a lot of niche content, which I'll put on myself. I put all the Attack on Titan content in there. I just, it, it warms my heart every time I see it. But yeah. Well, here, here's also the thing. If you're listening to this podcast right now, mm-hmm. uh, the niche content that we included in the show, uh, probably your speed. Probably yeah. your speed. Most definitely. Um, so uh, check that out. We did an hour, and we got a pretty good crowd come out. We all had a freaking good time laughing oh, yeah. our asses off. Uh, f- overcame some technical difficulties that won't happen ever again. Um, Never. Namely, I won't be the tech person ever again. <laughs> uh, Will, Will's taking the stream back. Um <laughs> We're going to put that out on YouTube. I don't know what our YouTube is yet. I just checked to see if it was youtube.com slash radishpod. That was a dead link. So sorry <laughs> if you guys have gone to that. But um, we're also, I think we might be doing it next week. Next week's Thanksgiving week. Maybe the week after. Yeah, probably. Um, we're doing it again soon. So definitely. Uh, during Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> and uh, subscribe to twitch.tv slash radishpod. Um, that I know works that link works so check yeah. that out but that was a fun time very fun time we we, we we had fun right I've, I've really enjoyed curating content for it and i feel like because of the technical difficulties we didn't even get to like a third of what i had shared so yeah we had we had like 150 tiktoks in there um i don't think we'll try 250 tiktoks again no uh but uh but that was it was a good time it was a good it time was a really good time check it out uh in any case folks if you're a regular radish listener you likely hear just uh two voices tonight yep. and um it's because with a uh, very sad news um will is no longer with us um this <laughs> he week died. he died this week <laughs> he died uh, this week he died this week um he uh he didn't he didn't fall off the roller coaster didn't fall um, off the roller coaster no no i think uh I think Sean Sean is 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 stalling here because the fact of the matter is is Sean actually killed Will. I did. Sean stabbed Will to death. <laughs> and um I was going to say uh it looked like a stabbing. <laughs> but uh very easy to mistake, but my apartment recently uh, got some extermination service done and Will was actually staying over. Um we didn't uh, see Will- him. Will was the best. Will was eating your <laughs> eating your food in your uh, in your cupboards. Will was very susceptible to the extermination chemicals. So um uh, pour one out, not, you know, uh can of raid, but pour one out for Will. Maybe a little bit of sugar water. He loved that stuff. <laughs> uh, no, Will 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 be back next week and he's he's out for good reason. Um we love you, Will. <laughs> well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> It's the end of the Will Tribute episode. Uh, in any case, yeah, it's just Tyler and I. Uh, I am your uh, co, your host. Oh, what is November? It's still War on Drugs, isn't it? Uh, yep. I'm a deeper Sean understanding. I probably already used that one. Oh. Someone reach out and let me know if I used that one already. In any case, <laughs> it's me. Uh, and, and I'm Tyler, hashtag the Christian gamer. Um, still going fast for the Lord. Um, escaping to the city on a hill, if you know uh. what I mean. <laughs> God almighty. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. Ex- 
You're not wrong. <laughs> in any case, this week uh, we're talking about some Disney Plus Day highlights. Uh, that was this past weekend or last weekend. Uh, we're also going to go through uh, a Tyler's got a game for us, for me, Yay! for all of us, I suppose. Um, and we've got a couple show and tells to go through, some recent movies that have come out that we the worth definitely worth discussing and uh for our goodie bag since tyler and i are the reality tv show boys um we're gonna go over our plan to dominate as many reality shows as we possibly can so we i think we've got a list here and we've just got our methods we're gonna talk them through so uh let's get underway disney plus day Uh, apparently we've had disney plus for two years now wonderful it's, uh, you know, I got some Instagram highlights of me watching, like, Lizzie McGuire and Kip Possible two years ago. What, what was the last thing you watched on Disney Plus? Uh, before Friday? Uh, it- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I often use Disney Plus. Not, like, I uh-huh. think maybe once or twice a week. Um, okay. Damn. And you don't remember? I do not remember. It may have been, like, some movie. It might have been The Muppets. Maybe it might be once a week, once every. It's got. I feel like That's, it's more. Hey, than once that. a week is still more often than I I watch it. I've I've yeah. only really turned it on for the Star Wars series, like Mandalorian, mm. uh, or I've I've seen all the Marvel ones, WandaVision, and yeah, Loki, and falcon and winter soldier and i watched what if as well which is which is pretty good oh and star wars visions that was that's good if you haven't seen I, that yet i still need to get through that. that but uh disney plus day it, it's interesting it was yeah and and to people's chagrin on twitter i will say it uh it, it wasn't as explosive with the news on marvel and star wars stuff it had some mm. good you know news and, and trailers you had to go over to the app and uh watch the obi-wan kenobi series sneak peek mm. um which which looked interesting it didn't see much other than um uh ewan mcgregor being like i'm here um <laughs> and hayden christensen too yeah so that's it's good news uh and then the marvel one had uh some clips from moon knight yeah. which i will say i was a little i was like oscar isaac uh, i feel like there might be another role for him in, in mcu but he looks like he's gonna do a a, a pretty good job and then um he seems like also um hawkeye hawkeye coming out here pretty that's soon. right next couple that's weeks. next week then oh yeah like thanksgiving right well, this week oh shit. 19th i think oh wow it's coming out the same day as cowboy bebop this we got a lot of stuff happening this upcoming friday we got a lot of stuff yeah tune in a couple weeks from now good gracious what did uh what what were you excited about from disney plus i guess other than the usual fare yeah the uh uh i will say you know if we're speaking of disappointments i wish they would have said hey you know all your favorite one saturday morning shows are all on disney plus so you know we got the weekend <laughs> we got uh fillmore we got all these favorites but they didn't which is fine i get it you know i can go back through recess at another time um but x-men 97 though i feel like is the closest thing to that x-men 97 is gonna be well that was a what fox kids or w oh that's yeah right. um not anymore um but that will be very interesting i had the theme for the x-men tv show in my head the whole day after that got announced <laughs> that's coming in 2023 um we've also got so a fun. new uh disney and pixar movie about baseball it looked like uh yeah. called winner lose mets. it's called the mets hell let's go mets <laughs> <laughs> that's coming in 2023 very excited for that um also as a we'll get through this i'm sure during the holiday season, but I am a uh, diehard—not diehard. No, I'm I'm pretty out there <laughs> about my uh, love for Robert Zemeckis's motion capture movies, including The Polar uh-huh. Express and The Christmas Carol, which I can't wait to do my annual rewatches of those in the next few weeks. Um, we're getting uh, Robert Zemeckis's Pinocchio at nice. some point, so that'll be interesting. It may be horrifying. <laughs> I mean, it might be better than at least better than uh, the last Pinocchio reboot. Uh- I forgot to do that. I, I was thinking of the Dumbo reboot, but I know there was a Pinocchio reboot as There's, well. There have been like several Pinocchio, but that's the thing is that it hasn't been like Disney's Pinocchio. It's been like just the story uh, of Pinocchio, which gotcha. we need the whale. Yeah, we need the whale. We, we need we need the boar. <laughs> the Pinocchio boar. <laughs> Thanks, Zemeckis is our man, man. Uh, we also had an announcement for a revival of one of my favorite uh, Disney series when I was a kid, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I guess it's getting turned into a movie. Brought yeah. back, and Andy Samberg and John Mulaney are voicing Chip and Dale. I, which... And you can guess who they're voicing, and honestly, I thought at first, I was like, uh, but then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I think Andy Samberg would be a great Dale, and John Mulaney, honest, honestly, would be a good Chip. I mean, if you can move past, you, you can't do the original squeaky voices. Um, I think those are good fits. Are they doing the squeaky voices? Well, I don't know. I mean, oh, if you move yeah. past the originals, it's obviously going to sound oh. different no matter what. It's yeah, going to yeah, sound yeah. like Andy and, and John Mulaney, they're yeah. going to pay the big bucks for it. But. That's true. 
regardless, I'm, I'm excited to see what results of that. I think their announcement was a uh, very sweet, very fun. Um, mm-hmm. Likewise with uh, what I, there are some about, Oh God, this one's not great, but Zach Braff <laughs> and Gabrielle union doing cheaper by the dozen. Nothing oh, against, yeah. nothing against Gabrielle union, but Zach Braff, like, <laughs> And Zach, the weird, the weird part about that was the announcement was Zach Braff like acting so above it that he forgot that he made it, and then he made like a low, a, he made yeah, they're, they're, he was like, oh, why am I even here? And Gabriel Union's like, Zach, you remembered cheaper by the dozen. He was like, oh, I shot that like years ago. I totally forgot that was coming out now. Ugh. I was like, this isn't funny. This isn't Disney. Get out of here, Zach Braff. You're, you're trying to remake a beloved family comedy movie starring Bonnie Hunt Steve and Martin. Steve Martin. And you cast Zach Braff in his. We'll see. We'll find. He doesn't out. want to be there. No, he doesn't want to make cheaper by the dozen. Span doesn't look like he could birth twelve kids. No, no. Oy. In either case, some good things. Uh, we got an announcement for a Baymax TV series for fans of uh, uh, Big Hero Six, which I watched for the first time on Friday. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never seen it. Do you like it? Really good, delightful movie. Yeah. I thought the, the the villain arc was a little kind of like, eh. but everything else, characters. I think Baymax is great, and I th- definitely think that he can carry his own show. Happy to see uh, Scott Adams. He has. They had a they had a long running show on like Disney XD for the That's longest time. Right, all about that superhero team. I've never, never watched, watched that. It yeah, but Baymax definitely the highlight. Psyched to see him get his own show. Uh, and also, we got an announcement for Disenchanted. The sequel for Enchanted, uh, which I had also never seen. We watched that Friday as well. Um, <laughs> nice. They got you. Yeah. Delightful movie. Got you yeah, truly. Watch. Yeah. They're like, hey, we got this new stuff. I was like, you know what? I hadn't seen this yet. Um, and it also reminded me to come back later on for the new Home Alone movie that's out. Yeah. Um, and I think, okay, I've got a small tangent to go on here. Sure. Disney. We got time. That's true. We got time. We we have a completely a third voice missing this week. So we got time. <laughs> so Disney, uh, in buying 20th Century Fox, has the rights to the Diary of a Wimpy Kid franchise. Yeah. This is a, a book series I never read. I was always too old for it. But I remember yeah. when the first movie came out, I was just delighted by it. I thought it was very <laughs> fun. I thought great concept, super funny characters, great. And then, you know, they make one or two of those with that cast, and then they reboot it again with another, or they like, keep the story going, but it's a different cast. You can tell it's just a little weird. And then Disney, this is all within a decade, comes out and says, <laughs> we've got the animated Diary of a Wimpy Kid. It's the first, based off the first book, it's animated. It looks like the little animations in the book, the you know, the art style in the book. Uh, and we're coming out with it this winter. And I was like, okay, that seems a little soon, but whatever. But I see... It's brilliant because now they don't have to worry <laughs> about the kids aging out of the role. No. And so we've got that coming out in a couple weeks and they already announced Roderick Rules is in production. So it's, you know, if they're keeping animators paid and working, then I, I'm Hell all yeah. for it. I'll, I'll probably watch it just to see what it's like. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, I think apart from that. That was it for Disney Plus Day. I know there was, I just, I remember keeping up with the thread and then it was eventually just like, this Marvel show is still in production. This Marvel show, this yeah. Marvel show. And I was like, okay, that's fine. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. They did show some clips from She-Hulk, which looked interesting. It was, uh, it, it had obviously the Bruce Banner Hulk standing yeah. with the new She-Hulk and she's a lawyer and she turned mm-hmm. to the camera and she says, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be so cool. Hulk in the courtroom. <laughs> It'll be an interesting. Law and order. She-Hulk. It's going to be great. Be uh, interesting for sure. There's just endless content and so much Star Wars stuff. I'm excited for Kenobi. The only thing that bugged me about Kenobi was that people were just like, the long-awaited reunion between Obi-Wan and Anakin is here. And I was like, that was in the first movie. That was, yeah. that was before everything else. <laughs> right. That was in the That's first, what the first one was based on. That was in the first hour and ten minutes of Star Wars. <laughs> but I mean, it will be fun to watch, and I'm glad you know Hayden Christensen's doing work, and I think Ewan McGregor makes a great Obi Wan. So I think it'll be. Yeah. I, I, that will be appointment viewing. That will be. Yeah. That will take Book of Boba Fett. Haven't watched the trailer for it yet. Uh, really? Yeah. It looks good. Did I you, believe did it. Did you watch Mandalorian with uh, Boba Fett? In oh yeah. It? See the the episodes. Yeah. 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 And, and Ming Na Wen. It, yeah. it looks like it's. It looks like. I mean, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be cool. Star Wars. It's, uh, you know, people people say Disney is the death of culture, but 
<laughs> there continues to be mildly enjoyable at the least so apart from ooh, and i'm glad we didn't get this they didn't announce a sequel to my least favorite child timmy failure mistakes have been made i hate that fucking kid i <laughs> i'm glad we didn't get we're getting timmy failure too that movie was a oh i hated him that was an awful time uh, timmy failed that's why he's not gonna be failed back. It's like Book of Henry 2. It's awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun stuff coming out. and We'll be reviewing it. We'll be, yeah, we'll certainly be talking about it. Um, now moving on, Tyler. The game. <laughs> uh, bring, bring it back some games. I, I used to do games a lot on this show, and I love doing them. Um, I wanted to invent a new game specifically for Sean. Um it's 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 a new take on lit or not lit. This one's just called this or that. And since we don't have Will here, I'm gonna sing the theme. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. <laughs> um, it's it's easy. It's a would you rather game with consequences. Uh-oh. So honestly, I, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna give you two options, Sean, mm-hmm. and you choose your option. Maybe okay. we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. Okay. Uh, round one. Option one: chocolate. Option two: peanut butter. If this one's tough for you, this this game is going to be. very long chocolate Uh, or peanut butter chocolate or peanut butter uh right now i'm feeling peanut butter interesting Mm. interesting uh question number two Mm. flamingo okay or toucan toucan interesting why toucan over flamingo uh they don't smell as bad as far as i know Um, you've smelled flamingos before if you walk it right into zoo atlanta that's the first thing you smell for the rest of the day um, oh, <laughs> maybe awful. that's just zoo smell. <laughs> it's probably just zoo smell, but the flamingos are the first thing you see, and you're like, man, those flamingos smell like shit. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact about flamingos they are the state bird of the Bahamas. The Bahamas were crucial in saving the flamingo population. Oh, good. Did you know that? I you had no that? idea. Okay. I know that they're Question. pink because they eat shrimp. Yep. Everybody knows that one. We had two cans. It was in the, the Caro Caro Benito song. I know. All right. Question number three. <clears throat> Option one, living the rest of your life knowing that the human race as a species has destroyed the earth to an irreparable, irreparable degree and that soon it will exponentially get worse for life on the planet from now until the encroaching end of time. Or option two is cause the immediate heat death of the universe right now in this instant, right this second. <laughs> oh, man. Um controversial gonna say option two i feel like there's a lot of pain in the world and i feel like <laughs> just want to end it <laughs> just like that's the yeah that's the only humane option and i also love how it, it took you less time to think of that answer than chocolate versus peanut butter <laughs> you should have known about that <laughs> <laughs> should have seen that coming but chocolate versus peanut butter it's like where's the chocolate coming from where what is it creamy peanut butter is it crunchy what's going and that's just you know i went with the gut feeling <laughs> too much thought there life or death easy 100% death every time. Um, question number four. An invasion of goblins coming up from underground mm-hmm. or an invasion of little green men from space? Little green men from space. Ooh, why? I feel like goblins are, especially if they're coming from underground, they have abilities that we are unfamiliar with and they are mad at us. Little green men uh-huh. from space likely still have abilities we're unfamiliar with, but they're little and they're green men. We can manage Interesting. That, yeah. Interesting. And if not, huh. it might lead to option two of the previous question. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah. Um, question number four. A fist fight to the death against Grimace in a parking lot or a fist fight to the death with three Little Caesars in a parking lot? How big's the parking lot? <laughs> um, Kroger. We're, we're talking pretty big. Pretty okay. big. Okay. There's some cars there, too. It's not packed. It's not Christmas time. Little but. Caesar has his, he has a little spear, doesn't he? Three little Caesars. And it's a fist fight. Oh, it's a fist fight. Good, good, good. Um, I think I could take three little Caesars. Mm, start kicking. Yeah. Back up against the car, start kicking. That was yeah. my immediate thought. Yeah, Grimace, Grimace is big. Grimace is big and uh, seems to have something, know something cosmic that uh, <laughs> do not want to anger him. Thick fur. Thick fur, too. It's hard to punch. That's also. Uh, last question. This one's very specific, Sean. Okay. A dinner with Ryan Villeneuve, Ari Aster, and Paul King, or $50 million, and those three never make a movie ever again. <laughs> you said 50 the death million. of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> 50 million. Five zero. 
five zero million. And that's now. So I we don't get Denny. Don't get the dinner part two. Yeah. You don't get Dune part two. You don't get the new uh, Paddington. The new Paddington. I don't know what Ari's working on. Probably something scary as shit. You're gonna love. It's you ain't gonna get it. Would they be okay if I took the fifty million? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in it. <laughs> They'll probably be sad they don't have to make movies. I mean, they can't make movies anymore. Oh um, man, so they're not going to know it was you. They're not going to know you're the reason. Would fans? Or are they get a lovely dinner that? where you get to ask them whatever you want? That's true. That's true. Or fifty million dollars, which is a life changing amount of money. Yeah, it's not insignificant. I think one million would have made this a little bit more easier. One million would have made this. I'm gonna go just out of practicality, like fifty million. Gonna go with that. Smart. But um, I would try and use that amount of money. Uh, no, I can't, can't produce. Can't, okay, you can't produce. Can't go to- they can't make movies anymore. <laughs> okay, you try and produce a movie of theirs, they die. So don't let them die. Okay, okay, I won't let them do that. <laughs> then we'll just. <laughs> I'll take the fifty million. Unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately for you, unfortunate for the rest of humanity. Could I buy okay. you, you the chose rights to, kill to Paddington? <laughs> can you what? Could I buy the rights to Paddington with that? Yeah, I mean, someone else can direct the rest of Paddington if you want. Okay, okay, but... okay. All right, all right. That's the game. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> I like that middle question you snuck in there. Yeah, folks, if you have your own answers, go ahead and uh, share if, it with us. If you would do nothing against the environmental crisis, or <laughs> destroy the the every living thing right now in this very instant. Let us know. <laughs> At Radish Pod on Twitter. There's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be some strange retweets happening this oh, week. Oh, for sure. Um so this week for show and tells, Tyler and I saw a couple hotly anticipated movies and we thought we'd uh come on and chat about them a little bit. I haven't seen the one Tyler's talking about, and Tyler, I don't think you've seen the one I'm talking about. I haven't, um, but I, I have been interested to hear this review from you. Likewise. Likewise with uh, yours. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. I'll, I'm going to bookend this. We've been talking about Kingo specifically, but we've been talking about Eternals maybe for the past month, month and a half. Um, so I, I went and saw the film, and this is the official Radish review of um, Eternals. I, I originally titled this before I seen the movie Eternals, The Case for Kingo, but I can't. I It, it sounds great, but I can't. Kingo specifically, I, I can't really vouch for in this mm. film. Um, just to preface it for people who might not know, uh, I'm probably the biggest MCU fan on the podcast. I've mm. seen all of it. I've seen the shows. Um, I I like a lot of it. Um, I was excited for Eternals. At first, I didn't really understand the hate for it other than the usual hate for Marvel. Mm. Um, but I will say, for this review, folks who just tune in to Marvel for the heavy hitters, um, like tuning in for Avengers and stuff like that. Maybe something you can skip. Oh. Um, but it's not as bad as what film Twitter would make you think it is. Okay. I, I, I will say that. I will say that. If you're regular in the MCU, it, it really isn't that bad. It's certainly different from the regular fare, which is one of the things that I think stood out for it. Is that, you know, it's not Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, you know, it's not the usual like beat him up sort of sort of movie uh you'll probably watch this and never watch it again and that's fine that's that's what i what's what i did with this film uh, it's light on it but it does have some content that's pushing the whole mcu narrative forward so if you want to understand everything that's going on uh inside the mcu you're gonna have to watch this to catch some uh um some updates on that there's some events that happen in this film that are pretty impactful on the quote-unquote mcu world um to provide light plot since the promos for it haven't done a fantastic job. Um, and it's actually kind of funny at the very beginning of this film, uh, the film literally asks you to reject your concept of a Christian God or, or really any God for that matter. Uh, and, and you can only understand uh, MCU through the lens of the celestial gods that are introduced in this film. Mm. And these celestial gods, gods come into being, they're responsible for earth. They're responsible for humanity. They're responsible for multiverses. They create these angels called deviants. And then the deviants are like fallen angels. They turn against the celestial gods. So they create the eternals, who protect all of God's beings from deviants and only deviants, so they can't help in anything else. And mm. Earth's Eternals is is what we get. So we got Kingo, we got Druig, we got Sprite, we got all the the classic friends we all know and love oh, yeah. um, that have been protecting us uh, from the beginning of civilization. They don't go into prehistory. They show up just at Babylon. Just when civilization starts, that's when Eternals come in. Okay. Um, 
I really can't do much more. I mean, I, so pretty much uh, it goes from the beginning of time all the way up to current day. And for some reason, there's a lot more deviance coming. So that's really what the, the, the light plot of the film is. Okay. Um, what I really like is there's a lot of really good, like hard sci-fi elements to this. And they're, the pseudo-religion stuff uh, is actually pretty interesting to me. But here's the thing. It came out literally, I think, the week of or the week after Dune, which yeah. is amazing sci-fi and amazing pseudo-religion and just everything you look for in a hard sci-fi movie and done right. Uh, so that really hurts Eternals. It makes it look like sci-fi light. Um, Yeesh. Chloe Zhao uh, directed this. She's a fantastic director. I definitely recommend you checking out her other stuff. Nomad Land was fantastic. I really enjoyed watching that um, a few years ago. She introduces a lot of themes and motifs about humanity, religion, love. A lot of it is really on the nose. And it's like uh, um, she also introduces a lot of stuff that uh, never really fleshes out. Uh, it's kind of like mm. Lost in, in that aspect, which is like, oh, man, there's there's some critical stuff that she introduced that either never fleshes out or it fleshes out in an instant. And you're like, oh, that didn't pay off. Um, uh. But um, I still recommend checking it out. Maybe not in theaters. Maybe catch it on Disney Plus or when when you can pirate it. It's longer than Infinity War. It's like <gasps> hours. It is long. It is. I guess long. Endgame was a three hour one. Infinity War. Yeah. Manageable. Yeah. Still, it feels it feels really long, and it also feels like it wasn't long enough to capture everything that Chloe Zhao was introducing. Damn. One thing I will say that saves it is the characters. You know me. You know I love characters. I love TBS. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you look at the laundry list of characters, and you're like, who are any of these people? We just made fun of it on the last episode of, of Radish. Uh, and funnily enough, the guy we made fun of the most, Druig, ended up being the best character in the whole thing. Hell Druig. His powers are mind control. He can control the minds of an entire city of people. He's one of the most powerful beings in all of MCU. And at one point, he has a gat that he uses. He... (laughs) (laughs) Druig (laughs) blew my mind. Also, I will say Makari, uh, who is... uh, She's the first deaf superhero. Um, She's a speedster. Her power is super speed. And I will say this movie, if you're going to watch clips from this movie, watch her fights. Because this movie, and it's widely corroborated on Twitter... Does speedster fighting right? It's one of the only ones that does it. Her fights are so, like, she's a strong-ass motherfucker, and you you can see it. Um, It's not, like, slow motion or anything like that. Uh, They they do it really well. Um, One more character I will mention. uh, A lot of people kind of overlook her. Angelina Jolie is in Eternals. She plays Thena, the goddess of war. Um, A lot of folks have been trashing her, saying that she... Uh, it almost seems like she's zanned out the whole time. Um, if you know what, uh, I'm, you know, kind of just like medicated. Yeah. And the thing is, is it works for the role. It's one of the most complex roles in character developments through the film. I, I, I think that that she 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 does a re- really really good job in this. That's my review. So you know, kind of wishy washy. I, I understand where some folks are coming from on Twitter, but also it's not terrible. It's it's a pretty good film. Uh, Kingo. Probably the worst person in this. Kingo is <laughs> I, like I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. Kingo's not even the funniest character in every scene that Kingo is in. And there's a, a choice made for this character at the climax of this film that makes no sense in in any direction. Oh. And um, Kumail didn't need to get ripped. Will joked about it. He just uses finger guns. Um, that's Eternals. All right. I am. I'm. I think I'm seeing it this Tuesday. So by the time you're listening oh, nice. to this, I saw it. You know, recently. I'm sure we'll get to talking about it real soon. Um, yeah, and here I want to I want to cap I want to cap my review with something, and I think you should cap your review for something because I know your review may or may not be biting. Mm. Um, I want to talk about something that's really good that I that I watched this week oh, yeah. just to, to put like a little palate cleanser on there. It's been reviewed on here before, even though I forgot. Uh, Vinland Saga, an anime mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. It's about um, a child from Iceland who um, goes out into the Middle Age. Is it Middle Ages? 1,024? That's Middle Ages, right? Around not, Middle Ages. Before. Around it. Viking times. Um, going out and going on adventures. It's the first six episodes are pretty much the prologue, and and sometimes that can get a little slow. Mm. But it gets really freaking action packed. And mm. um, Will and I were chatting about it before he died, and it, uh, <laughs> it's pretty accurate uh, in a historical light as well. So if you're into anime and you're into Vikings, check out Vinland Saga, Amazon Prime. Still need to give that a watch. I still need to try that out. Um, okay, cool. So I I'm gonna briefly. I, 
going to briefly talk about this movie that I was hotly anticipating to the point where I was saying, this is my Dune. Like I was saying, like I was <laughs> as excited for this movie as I was for Dune. Unfortunately, I cannot speak as highly of it as I can for Dune. Please go see Dune. Um, it's off net. It's off HBO max within the week. You got so little time. Um, but of course this week I'm talking about Spencer, uh, the Pablo Lorraine, you know, little biopic about, uh, princess Diana as played by Kristen Stewart. Um, it's the weekend it's Christmas weekend and she's with the Royals. And I think it's 1994, 95. And it is shortly before middle ages. it's the middle ages. Uh, <laughs> it does take place in an old castle. Um, <laughs> But it is shortly before uh, Diana decides to divorce Charles. And you know me, like, I've, I've talked about my love for the crown, like, around this time last year. Um, and I cannot the show. wait. The, the show. Right, we the should, show. We should say the show. Well, honestly, for legal reasons, I should also say uh, my <laughs> share my love for the crown. <laughs> I and we hope that the queen has a speedy recovery. Um, All and, before and December seventeenth. Hopefully, she's here. We'll find Redact out. It. Redact it. We're not about to say that. <laughs> um, so I am super excited for the next season of The Crown, as it you know follows more of Diana and Charles's story. But you know, I see this movie coming out, and I say, "Oh, this! It's got an incredible trailer. It seems absolutely captivating." Kristen seems to get the the mood of Diana down, and I'm excited to see the story told through this lens. And then we watch the movie. And uh, I hate to say it, but I was I was really let down. Um, I think it was uh, the writing had a lot to do with it. Uh, just the way that they really hammer in a lot of aspects about Diana that like you see once and you go, oh, okay, I get it. Please continue the story. And they just keep going back to it. And they just keep going back to it. And it, Kristen Stewart, who will no doubt be nominated for this. She's an incredible actress. Do not get me wrong. I have enjoyed everything she has done uh, in the past. Twilight? I haven't seen every Twilight movie, but I have enjoyed Kristen Stewart's work uh, that I have seen post. Um, <laughs> but she Check makes, out uh, Live Free Twy Hard on the Source Network. Yeah. She makes a lot of strange choices in her Diana that I don't think are true to Diana. Like the way that she speaks, like Kristen, obviously American act, American actor, um, Diana, not so much. Um, it, she has this way of speaking that like, she gets very breathless very quickly. As she starts, she inhales, it starts at the top. It brings it very down very quickly. And she, and she does not breathe. And it just like, it immediate, I noticed it immediately. And it just like grated on me for the rest of the movie. And she looks great in the movie, but I, there are some choices that I just like, she plays it very demure. Like it's almost cartoonish to the way that she plays Diana. Um, it's worth noting producer Peyton. She loved Chris's portrayal. We both left the movie, not crazy about it. Um, myself more so, but, uh, you know, it really depends on your experience. I was just not really wild about Kristen's performance. Um, there are points in the movie, like I said, where it really hammers in points about Diana and her struggles, where it seemed exploitative. Like, I, I think midway through the movie, I asked myself, did Queen Elizabeth write this? <laughs> like, it seems... That, that was probably the most interesting review. It's funny. You saw Spencer the same time I saw Eternals. Yeah. And we both kind of traded reviews. And your your review was, it, it almost seemed like it was blaming Diana the whole time. Like, it wasn't even, it like, just, impartial. Exactly. Like, obviously, it works under the, the presupposition that you're going to root for Diana because of course she's the people's queen, people's champion, whatever. But it immediately starts her off and she is just intolerable. She's the worst to everyone on staff. She is just not kind. She's great for William and Harry. Don't get me wrong, but I know she's miserable. Like you have to go in knowing so much context to understand this character. And, yeah. but it just seemed like there's so much that they were just showing. And like, there are scenes where it like, it's like, oh, Diana's really, she's losing her mind. She's going crazy. It's like, did, who wrote this? Like, whose side are they on? <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I, I think going into it, I really was expecting, you know, the subtlety and just like the very hard character driven, like well-written drama of the crown. And instead I got kind of like a interpretation. Um, of Diana's like final Christmas with the Royal family. And I was just kind of bummed out. Um, hmm. But you know, I, if you're interested, it's a neon movie, you know, Sean's a 24 you know, step above is, you know, 
don't know, Seon's Neon. I don't know. We'll fuck up with <laughs> anything with it. Um, but if you're interested, I encourage you to check it out. It's a good Christmas movie. It's very, it, that's the thing. It's gorgeous to look at. It's an absolutely beautiful movie. Johnny Greenwood's score is a, probably not my favorite of his, but it does have some nice melody into it. But I encourage you to check it out if it interests you. Um, I just yeah, I can't say it's my favorite movie of the year, and I can't say it lived up to my hype. That's what happens, you know. You, you put a, yeah. a a great cover of Lou Reed's Perfect Day in the trailer, huh. and you're like, "All right, this is gonna be great." And you watch it, and like, oh, okay, it didn't really fit that." In any case, I'll cap this off with a good review. Uh, the most recent season of The Great British Bake Off uh, has hit that absolute sweet spot where every contestant is someone you're rooting for. There's no one that who is obviously bad, uh, you know, midway through the season. And it's just so much fun and it's extremely comforting to watch. And I highly encourage you as, you know, Mr. Netflix, I put my salt around. He's not here, uh, <laughs> but you should absolutely watch the great British bake off the new season. It is a delight. It really, I feel like the past couple seasons since, um, what, uh, th- in the past couple seasons, they've really gone for like blockbuster showstopper challenges where like they're making impractical pastries and baked goods. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this doesn't seem right. But this, this season, they seem to have really honed it in um, nice. where it feels like, of course they still have like the higher stakes and like, you know, wilder challenges, but it feels, you know, a little more measured um, than the past seasons. And it feels <laughs> like, it feels like the, uh, first couple seasons which has been really nice to watch um and i have developed a perfect system well near perfect system of uh figuring out who goes home that week uh but i'll share with that you know in private dms <laughs> nice. uh, we have proved it uh and it's I, I love how you said that the great british great great british great british bake-off is more measured this season that was clever ah yes <laughs> it's on purpose <laughs> hey this is a great segue into our fourth segment today that it is we're uh Talking our uh, well, like I said at the top, Tyler and I are reality show fiends. We go for different kinds of reality shows here and there, but we both have been a fan of these sort of shows for years and years. I love the trashiest trash you could possibly get. <laughs> Tyler loves the real heady reality competition games, um, and so like I Jeopardy figured, and Jeopardy, smart to like Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, and so I figured with our powers combined. Uh, inspired by our conversations watching watching the first couple seasons of The Circle, um, I think he and I have the ability to dominate pretty much every reality show you throw at us. Um, 100%. For entirely. So, you know, I'll start it off with my list. Uh, the Circle, I think Tyler and I could go in, you know, two roommates in one room, and we just make the perfect catfish. I think with Tyler's psychology degree and my, I don't know. <laughs> my, my bachelor's in psychology. <laughs> Tyler's psychology and my I uh, joie de vivre. We can really just make up someone and be them and befriend everyone, and no one would suspect a thing. I think can, we could get all the way to the end. Can I insert my, I actually thought a little bit about this. Oh, yeah, my, please. My circle idea is you and I obviously both go on the show together. Yeah. We catfish as Will. So it's the two, it's the three of us on there. Yeah, yeah. Catfishing as Will. Yeah. Um, He's not the best looking of the three of us, but I think that we could really punch up, you know. <laughs> it's not about best looking, you know, it's, it's about. Right. Um, it's about personality and God bless him. Will, uh, well, and we'll have to change that too, but we'll, do, we'll have to do what we have to do. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. Bob. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. Rest well, in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, I think that's a great idea because who would be the easiest person to get their permission to use their social media photos than will. And I think will puts a great deal of effort, um, and it paid off extremely well into a social media and I think we could use that to our advantage to win the circle. I have forgotten what the prize is for the circle, but it's a cash prize. I think cash prize. Okay. I think, you know, we could be, well, befriend a lot of people, be smart about, you know, strategizing and, uh, get pretty close to the end. The catfishes don't usually last that long. I feel like, no, they always last. They last at the end. They last. There's usually oh, one, and right. and it's usually the gender, like their their gender swapped catfish. Usually lasts all the way to the end, and that surprises everybody. I was gonna say, I think a catfish won season two. Not the case. Hey, no spoilers. It's gonna be our turn soon. Um, Tyler, what do you got? Um. Okay. So number one, uh, it doesn't get any better than a reality TV competition that's about to come out, and that's the Hogwarts trivia. Uh, show that's about to come out on TBS, hosted by Glenn Close of all people, Helen Mirren uh, no, actually. Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren, even 
even weirder of a choice. Yeah. Um, I think, okay. Okay. Amazing Race. One of the CBS three. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously hasn't been able to record the past few years because of the pandemic. Right. It's a game show that relies on being able to fly to different countries and do different themed challenges in, in every country. I think we 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 wipe the the format. We can keep it in the U.S. Okay, it can go from coast to coast, whatever you want to do. Yeah, all in cars. Everybody gets their own car. Okay, we we rebrand it. Wacky races themed. <laughs> I'm tired of watching people come on and be like, "I'm a father and son," or "We're newlyweds." I don't care that you're newlyweds. You're not newlyweds in Amazing Race. You're muttly and dastardly, and <laughs> you're going to be in a weird car, and you're going to be shooting each other on the highway to get to the next competition, and it's going to be fucking weird. And that's going to be Amazing Race. It's going to be Wacky Races themed. That's going to be. Uh, right. I also think Netflix is missing out on cashing in and doing like a Wipeout themed or a Wipeout esque Squid Game competition. Definitely. I think think that needs to be a thing. Um, Take care of that. And I think uh, the, the the real way to win reality TV is to find a tasteful way to bring back MXC. Uh, it doesn't get better than MXC, I think. That's true. I think that would be a, a good choice. I think Wipeout did it pretty well. Um, yeah, but you got to get the dub. You got to dub over them. That's Again, true. I don't care that you're a doctor running through this thing. You're doofy mcdoof face and you scream weird stuff when you're <laughs> going across. That's what I like in, in those good, kinds of shows. It's a very good part. Um, <laughs> as it comes to MXC, I don't know if we could last in those challenges. The physical stuff, I don't know if we could do. But mm-hmm. uh, I did have written down the Mass Singer. On the other hand, oh, no one knows who we are. We could, uh-huh. we could. They, if if you can't, I haven't watched the Mass Singer, but I imagine if you can't guess who I am, I'm still in the game. That's true. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> no one knows your name. Not even the hosts. No one knows Anything who I am. Like that. Um, I also have us down for 90 Day Fiance. Uh, uh-huh. what's not to love? You know, I think, uh, <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to get you a 90 day fiance. Oh, please. You, you I'll I'm... spend a globe. You point to the country. We'll find you <laughs> someone there for you and we'll get you on TLC. It'll be great. Um, and... that's what I need. That's what I need nowadays. <laughs> um, as far as survivor goes, Tyler, I'm, I'm relying on you for that one. If we, uh, <sighs> if we find ourselves on an Island because, and strategizing, because this most recent season of survivor has just had, some of the wildest strategy, and I really don't know where anyone's at. I know <laughs> my gal Evie is like, I, I'm rooting for them all the way. Um, but apart from that, it's a wild season. This one's getting kind of wild. Wild it's getting kind of crazy. Um, We're not just saying that because they're out in the wild. Yeah. You know, I, I will say, um, funnily enough, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this this show and tell. And we've been talking about reality TV. for so We talked about Survivor for way too long on a past oh, yeah. few episodes. I'm sorry, uh, people listening. But um, it, it's funny because reality show casting is something that, that's like my astronaut. Like some kids want to grow up and be an astronaut, and that's their dream job that they're never going to achieve. I wanted to get into reality show casting. And it's mainly because I wanted to see more people like me on TV, more people like the the collective population. Because yeah. um, on the on the Survivor <laughs> on the Survivor forum boards, a lot of these shows uh, cast what they have coined as a Mactor, uh, which are models or actors that they go out and get recruited from agencies to be on the show, and they've never seen the show or anything like that. And I think that works for shows like Love Island or you know X on the Beach. You know where where the yeah. the prerequisite is you're a, you're a gorgeous person. We're gonna get you drunk and you're gonna be trashy and. And um, that, that's, you know, the show is about. And, and there's merit to that. I love shows like that. Great for your social um, media following. Yeah. But also, I, I think there there needs to be a push for more people that you know, we, we don't need Mactors on Survivor. We don't need Mactors on Amazing Race or Big Brother or, or anything like that, um, which it funnily enough, they've they've taken great strides in the past just few seasons to cast, you know, a more ref- a cast that's more reflective of of the U.S. and it's funny. I, I only watched a little bit, but the last season of Big Brother, they cast the most um, African American contestants that they've ever cast in a season, and they recognize that they saw each other and they're like, "Holy crap, this never happens." Let's look out for each other. And they did. And they made it to the end. And it was an all black cast in the end. And it was the first black winner of Big Brother. And that was fucking awesome. Oh, my God. How um, cool. So, I, yeah. And it's funnily enough, there it, it kind of happened in Survivor this season, too. There was yep. a little bit of a conversation about that as well. I, mm. I don't know if they're going to be sticking to it as much as they did in Big Brother. But it's like, I think that's a lot more interesting than seeing yeah. a, a lot of hot people in, in, in swimsuits. Um, which I wouldn't mind looking at that, too. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what our strategy for Love Island would be. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that yeah. we'd last very long. Yeah, but as far as like, I want you know, folks on these reality shows who 
had to take a lot of time off of work, but they, you know, they still have their <laughs> hourly job or, you know, you know what? Just, I think a love Island with quote unquote average folks would be kind of fun and interesting to watch too. Yeah. I bet I, it's gotta be eminent, not in England, I'm sure, but coming to the U S probably where we're all uglier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry. I got on a soapbox there. I didn't really mean to do that. No, that's totally fine. It's absolutely fair. I, I feel like the mole did that well. I would love for the mole to come back. Also, oh, I think mole. Tyler and I we would, talked about that. We would dominate the mole easily. I'm absolutely into that shit. I don't the physical challenge. No, nah, I can get through the physical challenges. I can, I can push through just to figure it out. Um, be suspicious of everyone. Hopefully, I would be the mole. But you know, that's the <laughs> that's just pipe dreams. Um, but I I agree in that we need like you know folks that we like see ourselves in on reality shows even though i know that's like not the goal of reality tv like i think real world did it and that was fine but like people watch (laughs) reality tv at least i do to see just like not the worst of the worst but just like we want to see no you do we want to see the the trashiness of yeah we want to see the trashy we want to see the drama we want to see you know we don't want to just see like I always imagined a wife swap episode where it's just like a Presbyterian family and a Methodist family. And it's just like, they are like, Oh yeah, this is fine. (laughs) We're we're just like the largest conflict is like, Oh, I didn't let him have the licorice. And apparently he loves Twizzlers. It's like my house. We do not have Twizzlers. Uh, (laughs) Then we don't get the moments like bacon is good for me. Exactly. You have to have folks diametrically opposed, but I think, you know, a, like a sort of wife swap where it's just like, we live down the street from each other. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'm a Georgia fan. He's a Georgia Tech fan. Just like, just give us like very similar, but like just a little bit of a difference. I don't know. Oh, I think no, I, I want I want to go the opposite. Let's go the vast difference. Like one wife is like a suburban, like housewife mm-hmm. and then the other wife takes care of her husband who lives in his cave of a room and only plays video games <laughs> like she walks in and there's a stench and it's just like a <laughs> horror film on her end we have no social media wife and tiktok wife <laughs> oh no 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 we take the second wife to the zoo and switch him out for a, a monkey in the and or a gorilla in the enclosure and then the gorilla wife goes to the <laughs> human family <laughs> We're going different species this time. I agree with that. Every time I see a video of a little monkey doing something, like they need, they need something. They need, they have, they deserve rights. <laughs> I keep seeing I just, <laughs> all these monkeys need is just to bring organization to their life. That's yeah. why they need the the mom to come in there. You just you have a mom with a family of orangutans. That'd be. I understand we're cl- very close to describing Jane Goodall, but I'm just <laughs> not a biology expert. Just like someone who can just like hang out with their orangutans and just like. Ah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, just chill out with them. I think it'd be great. <laughs> Any case, uh, if you want to bring an orangutan around us and have it hang out with us, that would it'd be even more great. Uh, you can find us on uh, Rad- on Twitter. They're at- dangerous. <laughs> Not orangutans. Yeah, I mean, no, they are. They're, I, they're really strong. It's like hyper strength. When I went to the Bush Garden summer camp, we went uh, backstage, <laughs> like back in the back where they keep like orangutans in the cages. And they're just be like arms. They're just reaching out towards you as you're walking by their cage. And I was like, do we give them like an apple or something? And they're like, if you reach over there, they will yank your arm off of you. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. They're very they're strong. strong. I, I agree that they're strong. But, you know, they seem pretty chill about it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't get us that close to an orangutan, but I think we should. We all deserve a picture. With a properly trained handler, I will yeah. hang with an orangutan. I just, I not calling for a full Planet of the Apes. Maybe just like a Township of the Apes. I just want to see it happen. I think they deserve it. They've done so well so far. <laughs> would you Would you rather stand by and witness the Earth's uh, destruction of the environment or Planet of the Apes? <gasps> Planet of the Apes, everything. Planet of the Apes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's their turn. I want Caesar to kill me. Gets, <laughs> we get three little Caesars in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> three, <laughs> three different Caesars. <laughs> three different Julius Caesars. Augustus and the monkey. <laughs> and the Andy Circus monkey. <laughs> oh, man. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us on this uh, episode of 179 of Fradish. I have been Sean. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. 
Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod, as well as our network, Indiesaurusnet, um, on on uh, Twitter. And uh, go to indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Join our Discord. Submit TikToks into our TikTok channel for the next TikToksicated that we'll be doing, I guess, tentatively first week of December. Very um, soon. We'll, we'll also have all of those up on, on YouTube. I, I can't reiterate how good of a time that has been. Um, maybe new Chandring before we're radish, the radish group here where we are like hills. We move in silence. We have a lot of stuff going on in the background. That we do. Uh, so new TikTok skated. Go to our, our Chandring stream to listen to all our Chandring episodes. Mm-hmm. Fuck, go to Kid Nation Nation. Go listen to that. People are listening to that still. Go listen That's to that. That's another reality show that we'd be eligible for, for. No, we would be eligible and we would wipe the floor with the children. Green team rules. <laughs> Great team for life. I think uh, show, that should, show should also come back. I think I've realized Tyler, it's super unethical, but it can't. You can't. can't it's, it's like the Stanford Prison Experiment. Can't happen again. Um, be amazing. Hey, hey, give us some more to talk about on Kid Nation Nation. That's that, sure. that would. Um, Tyler's question. If you guys remember, we're doing like a a one for one fight, and it just continues up until I imagine right. God or something higher than that. Okay, so we got Wario. He beat mm-hmm. uh, a brown bear in the last episode. Uh, so this episode, I feel like, who's another person that's killed a bear? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt versus Wario. Who wins in this fight? Sean, you're the only, you're the sole person who gets to decide. This and this, I know you're it, a big Teddy fan. That's the thing. This question seems catered to me, and it seems like a disservice to Will that he's not here. No, it's, it's the defense, biggest service to you because you can yeah. give us the most scientific answer in this one-to-one comparison of Wario and Teddy Roosevelt. We said a gorilla last time. No, we said a bear last time. A, bear, a brown bear, yeah. Brown bear. I don't know, man. I, you know, Teddy's got the perfect head on him, and he's very aware, super good at fighting, very good at hunting. Clock, clock Wario could really when the battle begins. Yeah. Um, We're talking think, Teddy in his prime. We're talking yeah, like Rough Rider Teddy, not yeah, old President Teddy, who's still Teddy in his prime, still greatest great. president we ever had. <laughs> I mean, fighting prime. Fighting prime. I I still think Wario's a little more wily. Mm. I think it's the two and force. Two and force is hard to overcome. That's when you can thing. battle like Bugs Bunny, yeah. you can have all the all the muscles in the world. He drops an anvil on you, you're done. So maybe it was t- it was it was wrong of me to start with Wario, but is is that who we're I giving think, this fight to? I think Wario comes out on top having you know, trick Teddy into something, but I think, you know, Wario also comes out a bit bloodied and bruised, but they still go out for a beer afterwards. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm taking Wario on this one. All right. Interesting. Pain to say. If it was Teddy Roosevelt and William Howard Taft, easy, easy answer <laughs> there. But no, instead we got Wario. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Wario's moving on. Yeah. Keep him there. All right. Well, you'll see who we this got. This fun, Sean. Absolutely. Love the dynamic duo episode. I think this is the short. <laughs> we usually get like real deep with it. Uh, <laughs> Will doesn't let us get real deep. He kicks the, our soapboxes out from us yeah. <laughs> when we get started. Exactly. So, uh, sorry if we talk y'all's ears off. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. Thank you for uh, listening. Will will be back next week. Yeah, he, he's not dead for now. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. You're listening to an Indie Soros production. <laughs>